Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Wisomatics Podcast, a podcast where we help you achieve your best version through life experiences, wisdom, and lessons from the great that have done great. And in this episode, I want to talk to you guys about four lessons learned from my first failed startup. As entrepreneurs, we always want to highlight what we do well, but entrepreneurship is a marathon if you're really in it for the long run and how you run the first mile is not how you run the 10th mile. You might trip on the second mile, but if you're still running by the 10th, 20th mile, you're still running. And when I was in, in college, I had my first, let's say officially accepted startup idea because it was never a business, but I woke up one day, it was a Sunday morning and I wanted to work out or just play sports, whatever. And all my friends were sleeping. I really had no one to really go out and work out with. And I was like, wow, what if there was an app where I could just log in and find people I could work out with just like a Tinder for, for fitness. And I was just in an entrepreneurship class where your weekly homework was to give a business idea based on a problem that you saw. And I was like, well, that's for, that for me is a problem. Let me write it down. I wrote it down. I take it to my professor um, and I'm like, Hey, it was, um, Mr. John, I'm going to, I'm going to send you this episode just cause I hold you in very high regards. And I, and I, I send him the, the idea and he's like, Hey, if you like the idea, you might as well pitch it to the class to see if they like it. And I was like, okay. Uh, Tuesday morning I get to class. He's like, Hey, Federico, come and pitch the idea. I was like, wow, 40 people. I had never seen 40 people that probably one or two I knew, but when I stood up and I pitched the idea, at the end of the class, the professor, he was like, who believes this can be a good idea? And almost everyone raised their hand. And I was like, whoa, I was 20 years old. I really had, I had read a lot of books. I had heard about entrepreneurship, but I had never really embarked into what real entrepreneurship was. Yes, I had worked during high school since I was seven years old. I remember I would wash cars in, in my neighborhood for, for a dollar. I had always been very money and work driven, but never like, let's start a real business. And I start with the business plan. I get the logo. Um, we get everything going. But the people, uh, the person that I partnered with, his main goal was to get the technology side of it going, the app, basically. And I'm going to share with you five lessons and basically to tell you how I ended up not starting the business. And it was a great idea, but it never really took off. And the first thing I want to say is you have to test the product or service, like no matter how good your logo is, no matter how very neat and prepared your business plan, like you're only going to know if you have a business, if you have customers and customers are not the ones that like your pictures on Instagram. They're not the ones <laughs> that buy the gear. They're not the ones that put on the hat and they repost are the ones that purchase from you because a business that doesn't have clients that doesn't have customers is not a business. It's just an idea. And that's one thing you have to really take into consideration. Yes, the branding works. Branding is important, but the branding that's built through the business, through selling, through having good customer service, through, through having good customer retention is really the brand that matters because I've seen 
through through a marketing agency, through my own experience working with different startups, many, many logos that just end up in a, in a drive, that just end up in an empty Instagram page with no post after three years. And you have to ask yourself if that's the person you want to be. Because when I was in, in high school, when I was in college and I saw this great idea and all of my friends that were, were part of it, we really enjoyed it, but we never really focused on getting those customers. And it was an app. Obviously, it's a very different business model. But realistically, you have to know that if the business doesn't have cash flow, if the business doesn't have recurring clients, it's going to be very hard for you to really take it on. And that's why for me, having that first sale is a way better indicator than having the best business plan, than having the best presentation. Because from doing the business plan to getting that first customer, guys, there's a bridge of fear that you have to jump. And if you jump that bridge of fear, that means that you believe in the idea. That means that you're willing to get after it. And that means that you generally are willing to stand all the difficulties that you're going to stand as a, as a business owner. The second point is building your team based on responsibilities and aptitudes, not just friendship. When you start a, your business, it's like you're starting a race. And whenever you start a marathon or you're going to do even a 5K, the beginning line is full of people. But what happens when you start running? You start separating from everyone. And if for you, your business, is in, if for you, entrepreneurship is going to be a marathon, you have to first know who are those people that are going to be willing to run with you all the way. Not the people that are going to be just waiting for that first <laughs> that first cooling break. Get the Gatorade, get the banana, and then just watch you go. You have to be, guys, knowing that when you're starting a business, your friends are going to support you up to the point that you let them support you. But if you don't establish the roles that you need, the responsibilities that need to be accomplished, you're always going to be fitting the role to your friends, not your friends or the people you want to hire to the role. And for me, uh, a couple months ago, I've had past years, I've separated from many business partners. Um, just recently, I separated from one of the partners in, in my marketing and strategy agency. And it was hard just because it's a longtime friend. It's people that you generally love and admire and you want to grow with them too. But when you look at the business and you look at the responsibilities and the things that you need, you really have to know when it's the right time. And you might... For me, with the with the clients that I coach and the and the friends that I know have their businesses, whenever we talk one day and they are telling me about a problem with a partner, and then two three months after the problem is still there, that means that you're running away from the reality. You're running away from that one thing that you have to do, and sometimes it's just better to do it yourself. Sometimes it's better to really know what you truly need because it's, well, I'm sure all of you guys have seen it. When you start a business, you want to call this friend because he said he can do a logo. You call this friend because he knows someone. You call this friend <laughs> because they graduated from college and they have a marketing degree. Like, guys, entrepreneurship is beautiful because you get to create whatever you want to create in the way you want to create it. But if you limit your business to the people you have around you, it's going to be very hard. Um, third point is finances. If you start a business, it's because you want to live off it. For me, I don't understand why somebody would start a business and not looking 
for a way to live off it, to make a salary out of it, the way of you really saying, wow, I started one business and now I am fully focused on that business. Not just I'm going to start something and then just leave it half, just leave it there because you didn't really have a conception of what really makes a business run in terms of financials, guys. And it's really simple. It's a basic balance sheet, income minus expenses. That's what you have left. But if in the expenses, you don't know that there has to be your salary. There has to be the people you want to eventually hire. There has to be the lifestyle you want to live. Because if you have a business that cannot support your lifestyle, that cannot support who you are as a person, it's going to be very hard. And whenever I see um, Excel sheets of different entrepreneurs and it's just revenue and they see the revenue, they say, oh, we make this much money. No, you did not make this much money. The, the business generated this much revenue, but you still don't even know what are your operating costs. So you don't have to go to college. You don't have to have a master's in finance. You just have to know very simple guys, get a pen, piece of paper get a pen and say, if my product sells for $10 and the cost of the product is $4, how many products do I have to sell a month for me to eventually out of that profit, be able to have a salary where I can dedicate myself to the business? Because if you start a business and you're not looking to live off it full time, you're never going to really scale the business. Like if you're not, if you have a job and you're trying to grow your business, and you're trying to leave that job, you ha you're going to have to treat that side job or that idea as a job if you eventually want to leave your business. I think there's so many great freelancers and people that really are great at what they do, but if the fact that they never have that like business mindset, that way of organizing their finances, that way of really saying, I want to live off my business, you ask them, a year, two years, three years down the road. Oh, what happened? Oh, no, I'm just not ready. Or, oh, no, I have to do it all. Or, oh, no, I, I, I don't think I'm ready to delegate. Guys, if you as a business owner are not willing to look at things objectively, it's always going to be very hard. And how many talented people do you know that are really good at what they do, but they've never really started their own brand, their own company? I'm sure, I'm sure you know many. Because I've seen many in, in sports, I've seen many people in, in the marketing world, in the business world that are so talented, but not having a basic understanding of finances, of testing the product, of building a team is really something that hinders their progression. And the last point is your vision. Yes, you might have a mission statement, a vision statement. You might have the 50-page uh, business plan, but you first have to know, guys, what is your vision with the business? You first have to know if you are really committed to that business. Whenever someone tells me that they're, they're in a business just to make money, it's going to be a hard road because in business, in entrepreneurship, I wish I had the monthly recurring revenue every month for me to just know that it's all going to be right. But I know I have to wake up every day and nurture my client base. Whenever I have to go out and get leads, that's a whole nother strategy. Whenever I know that I have to put money out of my own pocket just to fund their operations. If I don't have 
a clear vision of why I'm doing the things I'm doing, guys, it's going to get hard. And you have to be very critical with yourself. You have to really ask yourself if that's the business that you want to really put yourself behind. Because do you want to be the person that starts something and leaves it halfway? Do you want to be the person that started a business, you got all the hype, you got everyone involved, and then people people ask you, like, what's the where's the idea, where's the business? And then you tell them something. Guys, you are literally implanting a vision that you said it, but you didn't really believe in it. And there's something very sacred when somebody somebody believes in you in entrepreneurship. Because everyone inside of us, we all want to be entrepreneurs. We all want to be able to sell. Even if it's that bracelet that you would do in high school, what would you what would you give to really live off that? What would you live? Remember when, <laughs> when I was in seventh grade, me and my and my friend, we took my sister's magazines that had the Jonas Brothers pictures and stuff, and we would cut their faces and we would sell them for like 10, 15 pesos. And I remember we would walk around with our suitcase and we would be like, yeah, look at us. You know, like we were in the mafia selling, <laughs> selling um, just, you know, these, um, these pictures of the Jonas Brothers and stuff. But we enjoyed it. And obviously now I look back at it and it's like, you know, what was I doing? But again, I was just developing my entrepreneurial skills. I was doing something I liked. I um 2019, the first client that I got through my agency was a glove brand, a soccer glove brand. Me as a goalkeeper, obviously, I've used gloves always. And here, the Dominican Republic, we don't really get that many quality gloves. So when I got the opportunity to represent the brand, I was not thinking, how many gloves can I sell? I was thinking, how many kids and how many players I know that can make good use of these gloves? My vision at the time was not to make a lot of money selling gloves or to resell them for a very expensive price, it was knowing that I could provide something that I myself needed. And I think that's when usually your vision in business, it really grows. And it was 2019 by 2020, 2021, um, it was the Renad, the Mexican glove brand. Renad was basically in every goalkeeper, in every soccer academy, all the categories of the national team, there was at least one goalkeeper wearing the wearing the brand. We had a great relationship with, with our clients, and it was because my vision was not just to sell the most expensive glove. It was to really create an experience to the kids that bought the glove, to the professional soccer players that bought the glove. And if you guys don't have that mindset, entrepreneurship is a never-ending journey of growth. And if your growth is going to be dictated by the money that you make and not by the people you impact, it's always going to make it hard on you. So I hope these uh, four lessons, these four things that I've learned along the way, testing your product, building your team based on responsibilities, the finances, and your one, three to five year personal vision, I think are things and advice that I hope if you implement in your business and your way of being, I think they can be of a lot of help to you. Thank you.